22-year absence, the Boston Celtics are NBA champions once again. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Seven seconds. They got Benetarian range. I'll tell you, what Tom Brady just did gives me goosebumps. Wide again for Tierney. Tierney's cross. Lucic, top of the circle, Horton, the drive, score! The Bruins knock out Montreal! Welcome to another edition of the Boston Sports Extra Podcast, episode 26. My name is Justin Gonzalez, and I have a very special guest with me today. Joey's McFly, super uber Yankee fan. Uh, Twitter sensation, owner of Pinstripe Strong, Twitter as well. Joey, how you doing, man? Tell him, man. Tell him. Just excited right now, and yeah, you know, I just kind of want things to get going in the right direction for us, at least. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, I know, I know, I'm gonna get a lot of, uh, I, I may get a lot of slack. Um, you know, from a lot of Boston people. Why are you having Joey's McFly on? Why are you having him on? He's not, he's not a Red Sox per- Listen, take it easy, okay? First of all, okay, Joey is one of the most knowledgeable people out there about baseball, okay? He knows, he knows his stuff, okay? It doesn't matter if he likes the Yankees. It doesn't matter if he likes the Rockies or the Dodgers, anything, okay? I want this guy on our show. He brings a lot to the table. I want to hear what he has to say, and you should want to know what he has to say as well. I figured, excuse me, I figured this was this was the perfect timing for us to do this because you know what, the Yankees and the Red Sox are going to be going at it again. Um, this is if this is drop day. Uh, you're listening on the day uh, Tuesday. This is the first game of the three game series. Um, you know, and I figure this is a perfect time for us to see, you know, not only where we stand with the Yankees, who are also a very good team, but also, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to see what, what the opposition is like. And if you're a Yankees fan listening, you know, you, it doesn't hurt to see how the Red Sox are doing as well. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I follow a lot of Yankees people uh, on Twitter. You know, I want to see what's going on on the other side as well. Um, so, but before I get into all that, uh, Joey, you're 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 famous for the whole Rafael Devers thing. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure you know everyone knows that by now. I don't want you know. I mean, uh, I, I I don't I don't think we need to get into that too much. Um, but uh, your your Twitter man, every single time I go back to your page, it's like you gain another two thousand followers, man. It's like you you have an insane following, and you have such a passion for what you do. Um, and now you have this pinstripe strong page. Is that correct? Yes, that's yours. Um, yeah. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, if you you could plug that. No, so what it is is that I mean, for anybody who knows that I do my YouTube videos, I do reactions for every game, or at least I try to do it for every single game, unless I can't do something. But I always do like an end of game reaction, no matter what. So um, at the end, I always say, you know, whether it's good or bad, whether it's a win, whether it's a loss, whether it's a great win come from behind, doesn't matter. I always say. Like I always say, just make sure you do keep your pitch strikes on and you keep them strong. Um, oh yeah, you know, stay pitch strikes strong. At least that, that's that's how I feel because it's it's easy to ride with with a team when things are going great. It's not 
that easy to ride with the team when everybody's like wanting to fire everybody under the, you know, under the sun. So, yeah. um, oh, under the sun, into the sun, right? So <laughs> that's what they're trying to do. Right now, that's what it is. Yankees Twitter is like that. It's yeah. Crazy yeah. Right now. So I think I think I think it's very important for a fan base to have someone that's very level-headed like you. You know what I mean? You, you know, you you may have you may have uh, you know these these crazy fans out there that that always want perfection every single time, every single game. You know what I mean? But you, you know, listen, like like you said, you know the the teams the teams aren't going to go 162 and zero, and you realize that. And that's what you you bring you bring a lot of realness to it, you know what I mean? And and I mean, there's there's nothing there's nothing better than that, honestly. Um, so, Thank you. yeah, man. Um, so we got we got a uh, we got some special effects in the background, a little uh, Bronx special with the sirens. <laughs> gotta love it. Man. <laughs> I love that. All right, so let's let's dive right into this. Um, we're gonna get in, we're gonna get into this um this into this series uh, that's coming up, mm-hmm. um three game series in the Bronx, uh and I just I want to get this off my chest right away. I think this is the biggest series of the season for both teams. Hear me out, okay? This, I you know, and obviously anything happened, but I mean basically the, the division the division is all wrapped up. I mean the, the Red Sox just have to win two more games and it's and it's over. Okay. You know, it, it is what it is. I, I didn't call the division until like yesterday because you know what? Like anything can happen. I've seen crazier things in baseball happen. And the Yankees are a really good team still. You know what I mean? For a lot of Yankees fans out there that want Boone gone, want Boone gone, they want Boone fired. Listen, h- how many how many wins do the Yankees have? N- ninety two? Is it ninety two? Ninety three? Uh, last year's ninety one wins, ninety one, ninety two wins. Yeah. So I mean, you know what? The, and and you still have half of September left to go. They're probably gonna they're probably gonna be around a hundred wins this year. I mean, it's 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 it's. It's, it's the it's the guy's first year managing a team and he's getting almost 100 wins for you i mean come on you know what i mean it's a little you know mistakes are going to happen and we'll get into that because i want to talk about uh the 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 um the newness of being a manager for both alex cora and um and aaron boone but so you know this is the biggest series of the season because this is probably the last series that they're going to see each other before it, uh pop the division, the division series. Um, they do see each other at the end of the season, but I mean, if the division is done, I mean, they're really they're going to be resting all the starters. You're not going to see Mookie Betts or Jeannie Martinez or any of those other guys. You know what I mean? So this is a really big series. You know, at least for me, this is you know one last chance back up against a really good team. So um, Tuesday we have Eovaldi versus uh, J Hap. Uh, Eovaldi is five and seven with a four point two two ERA. Uh, J Hap is uh, sixteen and six with a three point seven five ERA. Right away, um, I I want to say uh, on behalf of the you know as much as I represent, but the the Red Sox fan base that J Hap scares me a lot. Um, I know we dodged him uh, because he had hand foot mouth Syndergaard disease, but um, you know, like ever since ever since Eovaldi came onto the team, he you know he he had those two great starts, and then uh, you know he kind of been 
you know, he's he's really not been doing good. Um, is there anything you take away? I mean, you got it. You got to think that Hap is going to go out there and dominate the Sox like he usually does. No. Well, I mean, the Red Sox have struggled this year versus left-handed pitching. Yes. I mean, it's um, that's apparent. So it's uh, yes. so I mean, Hap has Hap has done great. I mean, he's he he's been great for for the Yankees, especially since he's come over. I mean, the guys had. What he? I think it was one game where he got shelled. He he had what? Yeah, he had one game where he didn't do so well. But then every yeah. other start that he went out there, he was he was fantastic. Yeah, he is. He just gives you a chance to win. He's very yeah. very professional guy. Goes out there, uses his fastball. He's starting to use his uh, his off speed pitch just a little bit more. And I feel like getting thrusted into a pennant race just has ignited him even more. So I mean, yeah. that's great. Nice to see him. He's very professional, man. So you just 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 a guy that you'd love to have in the rotation. Now, he's he's going to be a free agent next year, right? Yes. Do you I mean, you got you got to think that the Yankees are going to go after him again for for a few reasons. Number one, I mean, I know he's up there in age. Um off the top of my head, I want to say he's 35. I'm not positive though on that. Um number two, um he he dominates the Red Sox. We know that mm-hmm. uh, almost always. Um, and I mean, listen, he has a 3.75 ERA this season. That's fantastic. You know what I mean? 16 wins. That's great. You know what I mean? And the season isn't over yet. So you got to think that the, with, with all the help that the Yankees need uh, in their rotation, especially if CC retires this year, whether they win the world series or not, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you know, I got to think that this is at least one guy out of many that they're going to go after. No, what do you think? Uh, yeah, absolutely. He's already said that he's interested in staying this right so yeah i'm sure the yankees would definitely uh entertain that and i don't see why not but um i think that they're definitely going to well looking into the offseason even though i don't want to even really look into the offseason yet yeah. this, 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 <laughs> that but um but yeah i mean i think corbin's probably going to be at the top of their list that's just yeah. my my opinion patrick corbin is awesome to me at least he's awesome if he's doing right, what he's, he's doing in arizona yeah. Um, Arizona, the ball flies out of there, bro. And if he right. can do that, get him over here. You know, he gets so many ground balls. I, I love that guy. So, yeah. again, Corbin would be number one. But, of course, uh, sure up the back end of the rotation, if you got a yeah. half, of course. Uh, guys, he knows how to win games. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Man knows how to win games. No, and that's and that's what that's my mantra. You know what I mean? A, a pitcher doesn't go have to go out there and and get you know a uh, hundred strikeouts and and give up you know zero runs. All you have to do is put your your offense in a position to win, and yep. you've done a good job. That's yep. it. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm I am expecting Eovaldi to really you know uh, not do well against against the Yankees. You know what I mean? He uh, he. I don't know how many times he's faced the Yankees since he's left the organization. But um, you know, well, kind of... he well, like uh, like both times. I mean, it's, oh, did he? he was when he was at Tampa, he pitched well. I think Evaldi had, you know, he he was shutting them out through. But I mean, then again, who doesn't shut out the Yankees nowadays? It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, but seriously, I mean, he, even when we went up to Fenway, uh, he had a great game up there. I'm like, what is this? Who is this guy? Yeah. This is yeah. I remember. So, uh, I that. Do I think that we're just gonna smack him around? That'll be nice, you know what I mean? It'll be nice, but I think I'm more confident about tomorrow because of Hap than smacking around uh, Evaldi. Evaldi, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, listen, he, 
he's been working with Pedro uh, for what that's worth. You know what I mean? I, I guess it's 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 weird to me because it's like you know you could Pedro can show you what to do, but that doesn't mean it's gonna necessarily work for you. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So you know maybe he can continue to make some of those changes. I, I know he's in he's still transitioning to make those changes, um, whatever those mechanic mechanical changes are. But uh, I guess we'll see. We'll see if it works. You know, tomorrow against the Yankees. Now, um, this this matchup is very, very, uh, very mouthwatering. I think it should be for both fans. It's uh, uh, David Price versus Luis Severino. Um, real quick, David Price fifteen and six with a three point four two ERA. Severino seventeen and eight with a three point four six ERA. To say that David Price at this point of the season has a lower ERA than Severino is just like. I I can't I can't believe it. Um, will that be the case after Wednesday? I don't know. I want to say yeah, but at the same time, it's like man, like you know, if David Price can really go out there and get the monkey off his back, that he could finally beat the Yankees in New York, then I think uh, that'll really that'll really play well for him. That'll give mm-hmm. him a lot of momentum going into the off season. Um, how are your feelings about Severino? Because I know he hasn't been, he hasn't looked himself uh, since the since the second half began. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody wants to bring up his stats about you know him him uh, slumping in the second half, but you know I, I mean may, you watch him a lot more than I do. So what what do you, what do you think uh, this this matchup uh, is going to bring bring to us? Um, well, the the one thing with Severino and Severino before his last start, cause last start he was actually really good. Um, yeah, he's really good. He, you know, he got taken out a little bit early, but I just think that Boone was trying to win games. That was but, the twins, um, right? yes, that was against the twins. I thought he looked really good. Of course, he's yeah. the twin, right? So, but <laughs> at the end of the day, he was getting shelled against other people. I mean, he, he you know, even a, a game against Baltimore where he had you know three three earned runs. That's not Severino. The thing, right. you know, with him, the last his last really good start before his last start was July first. Jeez, man. And at that point in time, Severino, he faced the Red Sox. It was a Sunday night game, and he was dynamite. I'm talking about he was awesome. There's six and two thirds, two hits, six Ks. Yankees won like 11 something. It was crazy. They just dominated the soccer yeah. at the stadium on that night. And he, his ERA was 1.98. Now, you know, since that time, you know, before his last start, Severino was the, the worst starting pitcher in baseball which yeah. is unfathomable because really the is. guy is like he's money but his thing with the problem with him has been just fastball location yeah his fastball location his slider has a, hasn't had that depth on it that you know that nice little curve that he has um in terms of his the arc on the pitch he, he just doesn't have that it's more kind of it's not tight it's not a tight slider so the, the so with him, I seen him correct it in his last start. He was locating his fastball a lot better. I gotta see him do it more consistently over yeah, and of over course. again. Yeah. Because that's you know, that's that he's he's such a big part of this team. And there's no secret that since he's been struggling, this team has been like like under five hundred, like sitting like hovering around that area of five hundred and meaty ochre crap and just it's yeah. been it's been just that. Severino's super I, important. I think yes. I think I think that has a, that has a lot to do with it. We're gonna get into judging a little bit. 
Um, has, has So his velocity is fine. Yes. Right? Okay. How much does catcher ERA play in, like for you like what what do you do you put a lot of a lot of a lot of do you factor in catcher era like do you do you really think that's like a that's like a really important thing when it comes to you know uh uh pitcher performance and location because i know you know gary sanchez has been out he just recently came back uh i think it, it was like towards the beginning of the month he came back um mm-hmm. and, and you know coincidentally severino has has starting to look uh, again a little bit like himself how much how much stock do you put into catcher ERA? Um, I don't see. All right, first of all, I don't be, I don't believe in this personal catcher stuff, right? Okay. I just yeah. I just think unless you're you're catching like a knuckleballer and right. he can like you know Wakefield and what uh, was it? Berta. No, Veritek didn't catch him. Was it Mary Belli? Oh no, it wasn't. Him? No, 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 no. It wasn't. Oh, f- oh shit! I don't I don't remember. I don't remember. I think it was Marabelli. But anyway, but I, I remember that, that he used to have a specific catcher just for him. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's different, right? Because it's the way he knows how to catch the knuckleball. When it comes to, you know, I, I guess you, you can have a personal catcher, but I just think it's a bit weak mentally. <laughs> um, yeah. I think Severino and Gary Sanchez have just been working all throughout their minor league careers together. So they've been together. And I'm not saying that Roma doesn't do a good job. But they, they know how to communicate on a certain level that's, you know, maybe him and Romine don't. Uh, does that, you know, is that the reason why he's better? I mean, I don't know because Gary caught him in Oakland, and Oakland, I don't even know what the hell happened in Oakland. <laughs> but they were throwing the ball. That first inning was ridiculous. He was throwing the ball all over the place. It was like, yeah. it was a problem. Because but, the um, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, and, and, at the end of the day, when Severino's on, he doesn't. Me and you could be back there catching, and this it doesn't matter, right? So, right. Um, but I don't put too much stock into catcher ERA. Uh, I guess it means something if the guy feels comfortable. But I think a guy like Severino, a guy like you know the top pitchers in the league, you know, yeah, the Grom, Chris Sale, like they don't care who the hell's catching. Just yeah, put on the damn signs and let me just do what I do. You know, and this, yeah. that's how I look at it with, the, with those kind of guys. See, you know, because I, I, I say that because, you know, usually I, I know I know a lot of teams, a lot of fan bases, a lot of a lot of writers or anything like, you know, they don't they don't really bring up catcher. Right. Yeah. But for 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 the Red Sox, it's um, the only reason that Sandy Leone is still on his team is because a lot of Porcello actually was quoted saying that uh, the the heartbeat of the pitching staff is Sandy Leone. Mm-hmm. I think that means a lot. You know what I mean? But it that doesn't necessarily mean that you can blame you know a lot of uh, you 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 can't blame a lot of a lot of location uh, on the catcher. And right. so you know what I mean. So I think we're we're definitely on the same page. I, I don't I don't put. You know, I, obviously, if a guy is really comfortable with a catcher, then I think you know they're they're gonna they're gonna be doing great. Um, but I don't put a lot of stock into catcher ERA at all. Yeah. Um, you know, like like you said, if 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 the guy is on, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It really doesn't matter who's back there. Um, so you know, yeah. So uh, you know, we, I mean, we'll see how Price does. You know, um, if I was a betting man, I would bet that uh, Price has ends up having the higher ERA than Severino at the end of this uh, at the end of this matchup. Um, you know, 
I'm I'm just just you know kind of as a side note, I'm looking at this three game series right now, and I'm seeing you know our pitchers against your pitchers, and I mean there's a really good chance that the Red Sox could get swept. the the pitching The pitching matches up great. Um, you know, Judge is coming back, like I said, mm-hmm. um, and the Yankees don't want the Red Sox celebrating in their house once again. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot going on, you know, mentally with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? It, it, that's why I'm saying, like, I think it's going to be a tremendous series to watch. And even it's in the middle of the week, which is really weird for the Red Sox and Yankees. But, um, you know, whatever. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get a lot of eyes on this series. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Thursday, uh, I want to get into uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, 12-4, 3.53ERA. Versus Tanaka, twelve and five, three point four seven ERA. I think this is a very, um, I think this is a very equal matchup. I think Erod and Tanaka have been equally important to their own respective clubs. Um, you know, Erod ever since coming off the DL has looked fantastic. Um, Tanaka, from what I understand, Tanaka is like kind of a mixed bag of results. Is am I am I right in saying that? He's. Tanaka's been sensational. In in his last in his last eleven starts, Tanaka had the two point one five ERA. That, yeah, that, okay, that's, that's, yeah. Even lower than that, you know, you know, because there's one of those starts. It's he got shelled in, which is making it even more impressive. He's my wife wildcard starter, right? He's gonna be the guy. I've been saying um, that actually too. I agree with you. I think that's a really good choice. That's a really good choice. Tanaka in the big game is money that guy yep. elevates yep. His, i've seen it time and time again in the big game he elevates his own game and he's been finding a lot of consistency with that splitter he looks he looks awesome he looks locked in i i've this second half tanaka thing is a real thing like it's yep. been like this you know where he would start off and and the crazy crazy thing is he hasn't given up a home run in in a while now like it's been it's been a little while since he's given up a home run. I, I just had the, the info right here. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. But he hasn't given up a home run in, in a couple of starts. It's been one, two, three. He hasn't given it up. He gave up one home run August 21st. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean he, and then even before that, you know, he gave up. I mean, he, he gave up a total of four home runs between now and August 10th. And Tanaka's a guy that gives up bombs. He gives up yeah. a lot. 23 home runs this season. So you already know he slowed down in the second half. So he looks Yeah, great. tremendously. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I mean, listen, like 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 you said, like I know from what I know about Tanaka is that when his splitter is on, it, it's it is almost unhittable. It is a really, really good pitch. It's really, you know, everyone wants to talk about uh, you know, uh Corey, Corey Kluber's slider and Chris Sale's slider and, you know, all this other, all this other, you know, all these other pitches, but no one's talking about Tanaka's splitter. And when it's on, it is really, really, really hard to hit it. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I really didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that Tanaka was actually doing that well in the second half. Yeah, um, amazing. Yeah, no. And you know what? He is a big game pitcher. I know, I I know that I I don't follow the Yankees as much as 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 a lot of other people do, but I even I know that Tanaka is a big game pitcher, and I agree with you. I think that Tanaka is the wild card starter. It's it's. I mean, if I if I'm the Yankees, it's either him or Hap, honestly. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? And then especially to to have Severino, who could have a a big bounce back, uh, you know, start to the playoffs. 
have him for game one well rested. I mean, it's it really plays well. It really, really, really plays well for the Yankees. Um, so that is uh, that is a series that's coming up. Um, do you have any hot takes about the series that that's coming up? Do you think uh, you know? I mean, well, I, what, the, what, do you, what do you think? The thing with this series, right? And yeah. it goes, I guess, beyond the numbers, right? Because when you went up to Fenway, you just got straight embarrassed. That's how I look mm-hmm. at it. You got basically the division was finished up in Fenway. Yeah. When in that series, that four game sweep, if, even if you would have, I don't know, split that series right now, would have been a way different situation. But the Yankees, to this point, are kind of limping to the end, right? Losing, you know, losing series to Minnesota, Toronto, and the White Sox past couple of weeks, it hasn't, you know, hasn't been too inspiring, really. So now you're going to actually face a team that you felt like you've measured yourself against the entire offseason, the entire season, and all of this. You just got embarrassed. Finally, you're getting all of your guns back. It looks like uh, Judge had um, 11 at-bats or something like that in the simulated game, and uh, Chapman is looking good in in the simulated games, too. So there's not going to be any excuses, right? You're going right. to have – and losing Judge is huge, right? It's huge. It really huge. is. It's yeah. like the Red Sox – you go into the Red Sox lineup and taking out J.D. Martinez. Yeah. Which the Red yeah. Sox – honestly, Mookie Betts is great, and I don't want to sell him short, right, because he does so many other things. But you take in, – in the games where J.D. Martinez was taken out of the lineup – It's not the same team. It's like it's you guys struggle to score a bit. It's like yeah, you know, it's yeah. a problem. And and he's to me, and I know you were gonna get into MVPs later. I think he's the MVP because, and I know Red Sox fans are gonna say, "What well, Mookie Betts and his no." Look, last year Mookie Betts, and I have a lot of respect for Mookie Betts. I do. Last year we seen when Mookie Betts was in the lineup without a David Ortiz kind of player. This year, we see what Mookie Betts is now allowed to be or to have the freedom to be with a J.D. Martinez in the lineup, a guy who can drive in runs. Last year, you guys struggled to drive in runs, to hit homers, to do those kind of things. It was a long ball. We, right, we, it was a long ball. with a long ball, yeah. So because he's in the lineup, he allows other people to not fall into their roles. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the same thing with, with Judge. Judge fills a role that you can't replace on the team. He fills a leadership role. He he gives enthusiasm to the fan base. He it's crazy. It's crazy with Judge. I can't even explain it. So so let let's let's get into Judge right now. Okay, because I I think it's really okay. So for 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 the Red Sox, it's it's great to beat the Yankees. Fine, but I don't I don't want to beat the Yankees when they're not at their best. I know that is a thing that Jared Carabas says, and I, but I highly agree with him. Um, you know, it's not the same when you're not facing, you know, uh, the Yankees without their best player. You take a guy out who is your best player, and the team changes. It doesn't matter that you had last year's MVP in the NL. It doesn't matter that you have, you know, uh, a, a resurgence from Aaron Aaron Hicks, or you know, Didi Gregorius is finally starting to look like himself again. Um, you know. You need a guy like Judge to bring your your lineup to the next level, and yep. I think I think that it's. It, I mean, you know, his absence really shows. 
Boone Boone wants to bring him back and put him on the bench and this and that, but you know, I I don't know that I, I me personally, I think they're rushing Judge back. I, I, am I right in saying that, or do you think you know if he's if he's in a simulated game and he's feeling fine? Do, do you really you know do you, you think he's he's ready to return right now? Um, yeah. Look, I don't. I at this point, I don't think that they're rushing Judge back. Okay. When he first got hurt, which is, I mean, it's it's going on like what six seven weeks. Yeah, it was projected to be three weeks. For some reason, I don't know, three weeks. <laughs> but they said it was going to be three weeks, uh, 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 chip fracture. And I, I was a little fishy about that. But he, if he's coming back, and the way that the Yankees are kind of handling this injury, they're not giving you timelines now. They're not telling you he's going to play definitely. They're just letting you know the progress as it happens. And Judge is being very coy about his injury, too. I think he's... Um, he's a lot further along than he's leading leading on. Okay. Because, all right, for them to activate him, the reason why they activated him, and uh, the, this is how I look at it, there's no use to have a 10-day DL in September anyway because it doesn't matter. It's not like you're using a 60, you know, 40-man roster spot. Right. Um, he's not on the 60-day DL. So you put him on, you take him off. He could get used to being in the game a little bit, get those jitters out a little bit, tracking balls, all, you know, in live game situations. Yeah. That's fine. And they only did it for one game. But if he's in there and he's he feels well, the important thing is, is that he feels that strength in his wrist when he's swinging the ball, uh, swinging and trying to hit the ball, and yep. he's hitting for power and being able to do what he normally can do without having the side effect later on trying to recover, right? So if he's able to do that and, you know, God, God he's probably going to feel some kind of pain in there. But as long as it's not preventing him from doing what he's supposed to do, and you look at him in batting practice, I know it's batting practice, bro, but it looks like Judge B. Like he's hitting, yeah. <laughs> he's hitting shots like, like, like he never left. It's crazy. And, yeah. you know, I don't know what he did, and they're not going to give you the results of that uh, simulated game. But, I mean, he's in there. If he's tracking balls, if he's off of a live pitcher, then now he's feeling comfortable. He's probably going to get into game. So whether he gets into the first game as a pinch hitter, plays the second game, and then the the, the third game, you'll probably see that. Um, this is the last off day of the year, so there's no more off days now after this. That's big. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's – it's in the schedule, I don't even want to get into the damn schedule because freaking it's been raining on the Yankees all freaking year. It's been I ridiculous. Know. <laughs> so you, you, guys, you guys are making up all of your – how are you – how many games do you have left to make up? Any? No, 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 no. That's oh, okay. That's so, done already. That's oh, done. okay. So, okay. But that, that's good. But it just lost a lot of off days and traveled. It's crazy. It, it, um, it is almost. It was almost like a cloud was following the Yankees anywhere they went. Yeah. Every every time I looked at it on my phone, it was like, "Oh, the Yankees got right now. The Yankees got right now." And I'm like, yeah. "Man, like they like that is just really, really inconsistent. That's really hard yeah, to manage crazy. around too. You know it's, what I mean? For Boone, I guess, but." Crazy! Um, I couldn't believe it. Then the plane yeah. doesn't leave the airport. They got to sleep in the plane <laughs> in the airport. It's crazy. This year's been freaking. Crazy. Yeah. Um. But you know, I, 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 for one, I, I do like Aaron Judge. He's a very he, he respects the game. He respects everybody he meets. Um. You know, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, I, I've never met the guy, but you know, he just, he, he seems like, uh, that, that, that kind of guy who, you know, he, he really could be 
the the face of a franchise. He really could, he is a role model right now. You know yep. what I mean? Um, and and you know, I uh, I tip my caps to the guy. You know what I mean? I I think I think uh, what Aaron Judge is doing for the game is is it's fantastic. Um, you know, you can't ask enough of the guy. Um, and you know what I mean? Like he means a lot to this organization. Uh, you know, on the field, off the field, and he means a lot for baseball as well. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, that's 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 really great to see. Um, you know, hopefully he comes back. He's fully healthy. Um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, we'll see. I I feel like my gut feeling is that he's going to have a really big hit or home run. You know, possibly a walk off in this series. Um, you know, I, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like I. I don't know. Like I, I just, I, I don't, I don't want to say it's all, you know, it's all hunky dory. Everything's great in Red Sox land. You know what I mean? There's still some things that, you know, we have our frustrations to. Um, I just, I don't know. I kind of want to go into, you know, comparing some strengths and, and weaknesses with, uh, with both teams. Um, you know, obviously some strengths with both teams is, is the offense. Um, the Yankees are really good at, at hitting home runs. Um, they are they still on pace to to break the record of most home runs hit in a season? Uh, I think right now they're on track to do like I, I think the record is what 264 and they're on track for 262. So yeah. I have to like catch up a bit. Um, it's not going to be too easy, but yeah, uh, but yeah, they're supposed to catch up a bit maybe this weekend against Baltimore. Maybe this weekend he'll start hitting some shots out the park against those guys. That'll I, be- I would think so. Yeah, against um, Baltimore. Yeah. Right, but um, but yeah, it, it, with the Yankees, the great thing about the Yankees is they hit the ball out of the ballpark, right? And that's literally, and I, I, it's a pet peeve of mine when people tell me, "Oh my God, the Yankees hit too many home runs," and they rely too much on the long ball. They say, well, this is what they say. They hit too many home runs. They need to play small ball. And my thing is, is that a home run is literally the best thing that you can do, the most productive thing that you can do in an at-bat, right? Yeah, so it really is, yeah. Let's not devalue the home run, right? How about, yeah. you know, with runners, of course, you want to be able to score in different ways. And then the Yankees, it's weird. It's really weird with the stats this year. It's like the Yankees are great with homers. They actually lead the majors with two out RBIs. However, they suck in the clutch. I don't understand. It doesn't <laughs> make any sense to me. <laughs> I don't understand. No. They lead the majors in sacrifice flies, which is great. You know, that, Yeah, you love underrated. that, don't you? Yeah. Sacrifice underrated. Sacrifice underrated. <laughs> Buy your t-shirts. Sure. Yes, for sure. Get your t-shirts. Sacrifice underrated, man. But seriously, it's like what's it's frustrating because they walk a lot. Like they they walk a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it feels like they're up there only looking for a walk, right? Yeah. But they strike out a lot. And that to me is an issue. You know, like okay, the Red Sox have the I'll give you an example. The Red Sox, they hit homers too. Probably not at the pace that the Yankees do. No, definitely not. Right? But they hit their they hit their fair share. Yeah, right. A lot more improved since last year, we could say. Yes, but the difference is you put the damn bat on the ball, right? Yeah. Yep. The other yep. day yep. we faced the Minnesota Twins. We lost to the Twins. Um, final game of the series. We almost got no hit, bro. Like 
16 out of there's only 27 outs in a freaking normal baseball game. Yep. 16 out of those outs are strikeouts? Come on, that's, bro. Like yeah, yeah. And against and no one against who? Oda Rizzi, right? Yeah, it wasn't what's going on. It it wasn't it wasn't anybody it, you know it wasn't like you guys were facing Barrios or anything like that you know what I mean but you know like I I, I don't know maybe I I don't know maybe I, I I don't I really don't know I'm just as clueless as you are because you know like like you were saying like the Red Sox they they put they put the bat on the ball they mm-hmm. move runners over they'll hit the home runs when they need to but you know they don't they don't exactly. Uh, they they really they really don't strike out. However, they don't walk as much as the Yankees either. So you know, like these are two offenses that are really really good, but at the same time, they're very very different. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that that really um, it, it it it's two really great offenses to see go up against each other because you know you know what yeah. I mean like they 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 really they really could you know they do struggle, but most of the time they probably won't. And I mean, I think that these two offenses can really go blow to blow, you know, against each other, um, you know. And I mean, listen, that's why I'm saying like the 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 whole judge thing is really important. You know what I mean? Like that is when the their their lineup is at their best. You know. I I mean I, I agree, and it's just weird the way that both teams use their team, right? So yeah. the Red Sox are actually. According to this chart that I've seen that measures speed, team speed, they're actually like below average in team speed, right? They're actually like in the bottom third of team speed in the major leagues. The Yankees are in the top third. But the Red Sox are a lot more aggressive on the base pass. They steal, yep. right? They put the pressure on the pitcher. Like, what the hell is Sandy Leon doing? Freaking stealing, like that. It's crazy. Like it's it, that's what I'm saying. Like they, yeah, they put yeah. pressure on you. They hit a run. They put the bat on the ball. They don't strike out as much. So with the with the Yankees, uh, you know, in the prime example, what I always like to tell when I'm whenever I'm doing a stream, right? I always like to tell people like, look, let's just go to Game Four of that last series. You know, with the, with the Red Sox. When the Yankees lost on that Sunday night game, if you remember, where yep. right Xander Bogarts is at the plate, and then you know he puts the ball in play to Miguel Andujar, Andujar bobbles it and throws it across. Bird doesn't pick it up. It's crazy. They score the tying run, and then you know hell breaks loose, lose the right. game. That doesn't happen if you strike out. Exactly. You, yeah, you're so, right. You that doesn't happen, right? So. Yeah. My thing is just that when you put the bat on the ball, it forces some kind of action yes. for something to happen, right? Yes. Even in game one of that series, like the first game of that series, if you think about it, Holder, you know, they hit the ball back to Jonathan Holder. You got Jackie Bradley Jr. in between third and home. Right. He, he now forces, Jackie Bradley Jr. is forcing Holder to make a decision. Make the right play. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? He's right there. You're pressuring him, yeah. Through it, you're not supposed to throw it. Everybody that plays Little League knows you're supposed to run at the, you know, run to him to the lesser base. Yep, chase him back. Get into a rundown that way. Nope. Yankees fundamentally did not do that. They didn't execute that. He panicked. He ended up scoring. That was a big run, a momentum run. It's like those things count, you know? So Yeah. But if you strike out, that doesn't happen. 
right? it, it's it's so, the, it's it's the least productive thing you could do with an at bat to strike out. Right. So the Yankees do the yep. most productive thing, the best in hitting home runs, <laughs> and they also do the most the least productive thing. It's like where's the middle ground here, bro? Like, yeah. If you're gonna have Judge in the lineup and he strikes out 200 times, fine, whatever. He's Judge. He does a lot of other things that makes you great. If you're gonna have Giancarlo do the same thing, okay, great. But everybody else can't be doing the same thing. The only guy right, that doesn't exactly. do it is like Andujar. Like he's out yeah. there, he's putting the bat on the ball. Like he's out there, he's doing that. He, Gary Sanchez, he, when he's going good, he's doing that. But I don't know what's going on with him right now. Yeah, yeah no, I, I Gary. I don't know why Gary Sanchez like. I, I don't know, man. Like he, like he just like ever. It's, it almost seems to me that like ever since that that game in in Toronto where he wasn't running out, you know that 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 ball, he just like kind of deflated. I, he deflated. Which I, a I, bit. I, think, I think it was hurt. I think it was hurt. That time. I well, I think, I think a lot of people were saying that he got hurt on that little burst to first when he realized that the the ball was going to be thrown thrown to the first baseman. Um, that's why he, he went on the DL. I don't know how true that is or not, but yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, if he was, if he was hurt. Um, yeah, he was hurt. He, he got hurt when he was, when he was catching actually in the first inning and he was trying, you know, a guy just came back off the DL. I knew he wasn't right when he hit a double. It's a clear double off the wall in the gap. And he, that was a single. And I'm like, people are like, Oh, he's not hustling. I'm like, yo, bro, Gary, like, Look, there's a lot of things. I, I don't I don't believe that there's a such thing as a major as a lazy major league baseball player. That's just no. my opinion because absolutely not. It's the hardest sport to play. And even like people used to talk crap about Manny Ramirez. Oh, he's lazy. Manny Ramirez is like all right. That guy, Manny Ramirez, is a beast, especially when it comes to working at hitting and studying a pitcher. He's the only guy that I used to see set up a pitcher. When when you can hit 167 RBIs in a single season, you can be a little lazy. Okay, yeah, whatever the hell you want. Yeah, it's just crazy. But I, but yeah, I mean, uh, not to belabor the point, it's just people kill people. Just I don't know why, but I don't know if it's like that with the Red Sox, but people just love to kill their own team, bro. It's just like <laughs> you you shit. should see you should see some people killing uh, killing Jackie Bradley Jr. earlier on in the season. Everyone thought that he was probably like the worst Major League Baseball player in the history of baseball. But now he's starting to come around a little bit. He actually, I think, has a higher OPS than uh, than than Rafael Devers, um, and he's kind of shut up all those haters. And he he's been he's been tremendously valuable to this club. You know, I mean, like that glove never goes away. Um, you know what I mean? And I mean, yeah, like Red Sox fans will crucify a player. <laughs> You know, for the stupidest reasons, David Price makes too much money. Oh, so he's like he's the worst person in our franchise's history. Like, what, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you what are you talking about? Like, like he's been okay, fine. He hasn't lived up to the money, but then again, like, who will live up to that money? You know what I mean? You're not gonna get freak. I want to watch my language here. You want to get effing Sandy Koufax out there every single every single game. You know what I mean? So, you know. I mean, I guess people people are just kind of insufferable, no matter who you root for. You know, you know what it is with David Price. I guess he, I don't know. I guess he chose to go to the wrong team. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what it is with David Price. He pitches well against everybody but the Yankees. Like it's yeah. insane. I don't know what it is. He's got the it, yips. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it, the funny thing is, is that he's probably like the best pitcher in the league if he was a Yankee. Right now, I'm not advocating to 
bring him in pinstripes, right? I think but, you are. No, I'm not. I'm definitely not. <laughs> I'm not with Fortnite over there, Fortnite figures. So it's all right. You guys keep him. You know, take that money. Plus, he's opting in anyway, I guess. He said that. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely not opting in. No, no chance. No chance. No chance. So, yeah, you guys stay with that contract. It's good. But um, <laughs> Thanks. But, yeah, I mean, it's – I look at David Price as, like, I don't know if the guys just see the ball well off of him, but Gary Sanchez gets healthy against David Price. In that last series that he faced in Fenway, he did well, but Gary wasn't playing. You know, Judge wasn't playing in that series. You know, we had Luke Voigt, who just came up at that point in time. He was struggling, and it was, it was, it was a way different series last time around. Then it will uh, this, be now. This, well, this time they're a little bit more healthy, but they're not playing well anyway. I, rest, I tell you what, I, I tell you what, though, this would be perfect timing for them to 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 jumpstart their playing well again, though. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And this is why, if you want to take, you know, the Red Sox turn of it, right? Their their coin is like, okay, I want to celebrate on this field, like because the last time that we celebrated here, winning a championship, or division championship it wasn't it was weird it was like they lost the game to the yankees on a march to share a grand slam and then they yeah. were celebrating and the, you know it felt weird to them i guess like should we I celebrate that. yeah, yeah I so about was, that yeah it's weird that was the last time in yankee stadium so not only that but then you personally feel like okay now we're pushing the yankees even further down right to compete with oakland to let's make them fly out there right yeah like you know and then let's you know we just freaking swept them at home Let's embarrass them again, right? So they can do that. The Yankee turn of it is we're struggling right now. Right now, if the Yankees can fucking, yeah, they could beat Minnesota on the moon. Any series in the world. Yeah. They'll beat Minnesota on the moon. They'll beat Minnesota. It could be nine on seven. They'll beat Minnesota. It doesn't matter. (laughs) For some reason, in this series, they lost. series in Minnesota somehow some way the the probably the you know they, they've actually taken care of Baltimore recently but probably the only AL East team that they actually have taken care of business against has been the Toronto Blue Jays they lost the series to them you you know you lose to the White Sox too which you know and, and I guess anybody could lose that series Red but, Sox yeah Pretty so sure. it's it's just a it's a lot of bad teams that you're losing to at the same time Red Sox come to your house. You want to celebrate in on your field. They want to pop champagne in your locker room. Yeah. They want to embarrass you. They embarrass you back in Fenway. Like, not up. Like, let's go. Like, it's go time. Like, all right, let's turn this around right now against these guys. And let's play. This should be – they should – well, you said it's, it's the biggest series of the season. I don't think so. I think the last series was probably the biggest one because this yeah. one is – the only person that has something on the line right now is the Yankees. But I do think that it'll be intense because I think that the Yankees will play up to the competition where in some cases, I guess they've been playing down to it. Um, at least that's my hope there. Uh, because if that doesn't happen, then I don't know what's going to motivate this team to make a postseason run. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. um, there's no Chris Sale now. But you, you have pitchers that you know, Evaldi's pretty good. That cutter was amazing last time I seen it up in Fenway. Yeah. That's good. But you taking care of Price in your career, I feel like he got, he kind of, 
he kind of snaked a little bit out of trouble up in Fenway, right? He did. He did. Um, he did. Porcello's not in this series. It's uh, it's uh, uh, Erod Eduardo Rodriguez. Eduardo Rodriguez. So he's a lefty up there in Yankee Stadium. So I mean, I, I guess, but the Yankees are really right-handed heavy. So yes. yes, they are. Like, let's put the pedal to the metal here. Don't let the Red Sox embarrass you like they did last time. Hold on some freaking base runners, okay? And don't let them steal. Plus, Gary's back there. So I feel like they were running rough shot like that because they were disrespecting because Gary wasn't back there, bro. When he's back there, it he has a gun, bro. It's no, he does. He does. He may not he may not be good at blocking balls. He may not be good at, at, at a lot of other things, but he does have a cannon back there. Yeah. But I do think that they were they were really picking on they were for, for whatever reason, they were picking on CC Sabathia to run on. I, I don't I don't know. You know, maybe he has a, a slow delivery or something. I'm not sure, but he doesn't no. really he doesn't really throw over the first. But the thing with him is that he varies his hold times. So like he hold it for a long time. Sometimes a quick pitch. Sometimes so it kind of throws him off a little bit. But I think that they went into that series not even prepared, and they didn't even adjust the first two games. So it was it yeah. was weird. They did after, but you know by that time. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I know I know what you're saying. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that really sums it up with the starting pitching. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's been mostly, it's been mostly good. You know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of these pitchers on these teams have positive records. Um, you know, and that says a lot for the offense too, but let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the, the wonderful bullpens that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I know, I know, uh, overall, uh, the Yankees and Red Sox have top 10 bullpens um, in ERA for the entire season. Second half, it hasn't been the same story. Second half, uh, the Red Sox are, I want to say they're in the high three ERAs. The Yankees are even worse. Um, you know, and I I want I, I want to tell you, I feel your frustrations, man, with the bullpen. You know what I mean? You guys got, is Sonny Gray still a reliever? Or is, he, is he back to being a starter? He's in the abyss. He's in purgatory. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so he he's based. I I want to compare um, Sonny Gray to Pomeranz. I think Pomeranz has been you know hor horrible. Um, talking about firing someone into the sun. Please mm -hmm. do. Um, but you know what? Just to put it into into perspective, if we had Sonny Gray over over Pomeranz, it would be a huge upgrade. That uh, and, I don't think you've seen enough of Sonny Gray, honestly. <laughs> Pomeranz has an ERA of 6.4. It's just every single time he goes out there, he just he pukes on the mound and then he gets taken out. I, I mean, it's just you know, and then and then you know, like they could they could the, the bullpens can have great ERA numbers, but they just they don't get the job done. They don't give the they don't get the ball to Kimbrel, and then even if you get the ball to Kimbrel, Kimbrel is going to walk a few guys and then put himself into more trouble. Mm -hmm. I, I know the Yankees have, uh, like like you said, Chapman's coming back. He, he that's really good because they were thinking about like he may not pitch again this mm -hmm. season, um, or at least for the regular season. Um, Batances has been your closer in the meantime. I feel like Batances, um. From what I understand, Batansis walks his his fair share of batters. Um, he sometimes doesn't get the job done, but he's been a huge improvement from last season. 
um, from last season's Batansis. Um, do you think that, or so? I don't know. Like, what are your overall thoughts about the bullpen? Do you think that it's all smoke and mirrors because uh, you know this this second half has not been too well? It hasn't treated them too too well, or do you think that this is a bullpen that can really thrive in the postseason? I I think that this bullpen is built for the postseason, and I think that they will do well. And they, you know what? To be honest, for the most part, they actually they they have done well, right? So the the only thing is just that they've had some minor blow-ups in certain situations with, you know, key guys, I guess, that, I, you know, maybe shouldn't have been in certain situations there. Um, but D-Rob has been good in his role. Chad Green has found his his niche again, you know, pitching yeah. multiple innings. That one-inning thing, I think, with him, I think he he's better when you pitch him with two innings, you know, where he comes out there and gets an air out, and then he has, like, a day or two rest or whatever it is. Um, but Tantis has been great all year. The thing is, is that when he has his little blowups, which everybody's entitled to have, people then go to the, oh my God, he sucks. And he's been great for, he's actually been this year. He's been the best that I've seen him in a very long time. Right. And, you know, yeah, yesterday he gave up four hits, but you got to see how he gave up. Like it was like little bloop hits here and there, and you want him to not give them up, of course. Um, I think this bullpen is going to be a lot better when Chapman comes back. The same way that Judge fills that role and puts everybody into the roles that they're supposed to be in the lineup offensively, yeah. Chapman does that in the bullpen, putting everybody in their roles. Zach Britton has been money recently. like He's been great. I think he's going to be even better come postseason time. Um, but I think that the bullpen is going to be better than what some people think. It's not as bad as what it's been, I guess, blowing up a little bit here and there. Um, but if I could say one thing, right, and I'm not, in the, I'm not on the fire boon train, right? Mm -hmm. If I could say there is one thing about that guy that is his weakness, it is bullpen management, right? Okay. So, yeah. and of course – you could say, oh, you know, if he would have put him in, he would have did the job, you know, that, that you wouldn't be saying that. And we could all say that for every pitcher. But right. um, when you load, when, when you have a rookie guy on the mound and he loads the bases with no outs, you still got the game on the line, bro. How are you going to allow this kid to face three more batters? Like, what's can't. going on here? Like, you can't. Like, you got to bring somebody else in to try to get something done, right? So those are, like, little things that he's he's probably going to have to learn as, um, as the, you know, his career goes on. Uh, probably next year he'll be better at it. But this year, bro, it's been uh, – a little brutal with the bullpen management. Yeah, no, and and you see that you see that with uh, with Alex Cora too. Um, you know, you could you could obviously say that it's because because they're so uh, they're so new at the job. Um, you know that that come that comes with you know you're you're a brand new manager. That's mm -hmm. that is something that that is very uh, that is that is bound to happen. Um, I mean, they they went. To, you know, the Red Sox went even as far as saying that Pomeranz would be a lefty specialist. Um, I I just don't – I think that's very false. I, I don't think Pomeranz is a specialist in, at, at anything other than giving up uh, earned runs. So, you know, I think that he may bring in um, 
you know, Joe Kelly when it's not time to bring in Joe Kelly. I think he may bring in, um, you know, Hector Velasquez when that's not time. You could have brought in, you know, someone else. They're putting David Wright, or I'm sorry, um, Stephen Wright to be the bullpen, to be the eighth inning guy to get to Kimbrell. Mm-hmm. That is preposterous to me. I don't want I don't want a knuckleball pitcher for the eighth inning. You know what I mean? We have a guy who's basically like our Chad Green in Ryan sure. Brazier. Ryan Brazier's doing fantastic. He shows up to the to the big moments. Great high leverage uh, uh, pitcher. Great situational pitcher. You know he is your eighth inning guy. You need to put him in. But instead, he I think he's leaning more towards putting Stephen Wright in that in that role. I just I don't know. I I think as the years go on, I don't think they the Yankees they do not need to fire Boone. No, you know, like I I um I'm 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 a I'm a part of a a, a baseball association, and we you know I kind of get like a little uh, a little vote for every year. You know what I mean? Like for for MVP, this and that, manager of the year. Right. Aaron Boone's Aaron Boone's my 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 second my second uh, manager of the year behind Alice Cora. I, I mean, you know, and. He, like I said, like he is, like you know what I mean, like like who else you, you could put? You could put the uh, the manager for the A's in there. You could even uh, put the, the manager for the Rays in there. Yeah, I'm putting uh, putting those two, those two this year. I'm putting like I'm putting, I'm putting Bob Melvin there. I'm putting, I'm putting um, uh, Kevin Cash there. They yeah. the job that they've done. With, I mean, I came into this season saying the Yankees shouldn't lose one. They should lose one game only to the Rays. I I thought that the 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 A's were projected to win seventy games. They were, yeah, they, yep, yep. So I'm going with those guys before I go with Boone because I mean they did have they had this lineup already. You know, it was almost turnkey, right, with this situation, and I'm not. I'm just being objective here, right? I'm not going to be saying, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to just be a fanboy about it." But I mean, they they've done a, a better job with what they've had collectively on that team um, than what Boone has. Not that I'm saying that Boone has done a bad job, but they've. I mean, look at the Rays as an example, right? If they were in the NL, they'd be a playoff team, right? But if yeah. they, well, if they were maybe in another division, they'll be fighting for it. If, right, exactly. If, if they were, if they were, like what they did with that fifth starter, I thought was genius. You know, you don't really think about it, but if you, you know, instead of you having that starter there, you got a reliever you can kind of play around with. You know that those bullpen games in those days kind of throw teams for a loop. They're not used to that. Like the Yankees exactly. suck in bullpen games. They suck against those teams, bro. Yeah. It's, the reason is because your lineup is used to game planning on a pitcher, right? And they're not used to just going up there and figuring it out on the go. So when you have a guy that's coming in for one inning, then depending on the matchup, another guy's going to come in. It's like Kevin Cash is not going to tell you who's coming out that pen, right? So it's right. how do you game plan for this? It's not the same. It's like, okay, I'm probably going to face Jay Hop for three for like three at-bats or two at-bats. You know what I mean? So let me game plan this what he has. You know, he likes to work it this way. These guys come out of the bullpen airing it out. I just think it's a brilliant strategy, at least to me. You know, that's why they catch these guys off guard, really. Yeah. Bullpen. No, and, and no, that 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 make that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's like, you know, the, the Yankees have a great team, honestly. I don't think that it 
it mattered who really managed them. Um, mm-hmm. But listen, I mean, he he got them he got them to to ninety plus, possibly a hundred wins this season. I think I think that should stand for something as well. Um, but you know, you know what? Like you, you, you make you make outstanding points as well. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like look what look what uh, these guys have had to you know deal with on their teams as opposed to what the Yankees have. You know what I mean? It's really it's really impressive. Um, nobody watches the race. Nobody watches. No, the race. Nobody, nobody. Nobody. No, I know. And and you know what? Like it's it's funny to me how like they are. They're starting to do really good. You know, the Tommy Pham acquisition kind of really didn't make a whole lot of sense to me until I realized how good they were really doing. And then they're just going to, like, destroy the trop, and now they're moving. Like, you're you're basically, right. like, it, you're making it hard to 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 establish a fan base, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, we'll see. I, I think I think the Rays are going to be really good next year. Um, you know, I, I think it's not going to be a two team, you know, a two team race in the division anymore after, after this year, I think they could retool a lot after this season is over. Um, and I mean, listen, the AL East is going to get back to being the best division in baseball. I think after, after the season, um, especially with what Snell's doing, um, freaking guys, incredible. Uh, like I, I, I can't, I can't say enough good things about him. Um, but well, I guess I'm gonna bring him up when we talk about the Cy Young. I guess, um, real quick, let's see here. Um, potential ALDS matchup. Um, I don't know why this is this. When I wrote it down, it's kind of a, it's kind of a random tidbit or a random question. <laughs> um, but you know, do you think Chance Adams is gonna make the playoff roster? And if he does, do you think that he'll either be in the bullpen or possibly even start a game? No, you don't no. think so? No, 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 not not Chance Adams. No way. I mean, you might see somebody like. Uh, I, you know what? Wait, hold on. Am I thinking of? Am I thinking of Justice Sheffield? Justice Sheffield might Did be he called up. He just got called up recently, but I I don't even know if I see him coming. I I think that the Yankees they're going to be really tight with their bullpen. You know, yeah. they're if they do go into that series, they're going to go three man. And then they're going they're going to have somebody like um, you know in terms of rotation, right? Right. And then they're going to have a loaded pen in terms of a lot of people in there. You might see a Lance Lynn in there. You might see like some of those guys in there. Um, I I don't know if the Yankees will. I don't think put it like this that the Yankees will take a rookie like that unless they show out, super show out, like. Mm-hmm. They come out, and in these last calendars, which are important games, they come out, and one of them just really stands out. You're like, I gotta put this guy in the lineup, you know, in the in in the playoff roster somehow, some way. Uh, but as for now, I don't see it. I think you know, there's gonna be, you might have um, a nine man bullpen, nine, ten, eleven man bullpen if you throw the starters in there that aren't gonna be starting. So I think that'll be more than enough. They might go with a deeper bench, though. That's what I think. Because I think uh, Boone likes the fact that – just likes the defensive replacement of what a Echeverria does. I think he may like what a Tyler Wade can do on the bench as far as speed coming in, that he could steal a base for you. Yeah. Uh, they might go with a deeper bench, which is kind of weird because throughout the season, they were actually – they you know, most teams would just rock out with three bench players. But in this case, I think that they'll uh, they'll go with a deeper bench, and then they'll have their bullpen that way. That at least that's what I think. 
I, I, I think um, the Red Sox are going to operate a little differently, as, as, at least as far as the, the DS is concerned. Um, the playoffs after that might be a little a little more different. But, um, you know, like you've you've had you've had the, the depth on the bench for the entire season. You got guys like Steve Pierce, uh, Brock Holt. Mm-hmm. You know all these all these other guys that are that are really uh, they're stepping up when it's their time to step up. Um, I think, you know, honestly, like it's hard it's hard for the Red Sox to bring anybody up like that, like you know, like like a like a Justice Sheffield or anybody because we don't really have a whole lot of guys. You know what I mean? Like right now that you can bring up, um, you know, you could allude to the fact that it's a lot of it has to do with graduations um, to the major league level. That that's the reason why the Red Sox don't have a really fantastic farm system you know as of right now but you know i think for the red sox the bullpen is really um it's really set in stone you could add in a few more starters um i guess anybody that you push off the rotation um but for the most part it must be really nice to have that luxury to say you know what i mean listen we we're gonna put uh we're gonna put lance lynn in the in the bullpen you know give him Mm -hmm. a few innings and then you know i i think that that will play a lot into into um, you know if if the Yankees and Red Sox see each other in the ALDS. And I just want to say that I am afraid of the Athletics just as much as I'm afraid of the Yankees. The Athletics are an incredible team. They have a yeah. really really nasty ass bullpen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and their offense is as good as anybody's. Honestly, like it's just it, it's incredible what they're doing. You know, Chris Davis is the man. Um, you know, and, and all these other guys that are falling behind him. Um, but you know, like this, this matchup will be, will be one for the ages because you know what, like they're both young and I'm talking about the Red Sox and Yankees. Um, there, and I do, I do think the Yankees are going to win the wild card. I think they're, they are a better team overall than the athletics. Um, so that's why I'm cutting, I'm kind of putting so much stock into them seeing each other in the DS. Mm -hmm. Um, but listen, I mean, they, they match up great. Two great offenses. Uh, starting pitching is, you know, it, it's mostly gr- it's mostly good. Um, I think I'm fair in saying that the bullpens are, you know, the, both bullpens are iffy, and there's two young managers. I mean, it, they really are almost a splitting image of each other, um, and it it sucks that we only can go uh, a, a a five game a five game series. Um, you know what I mean? This year, at least, yeah. um, max, maximum five games. So. Listen, man, we'll see. Um, you know, ra- wrapping wrapping that Yankees and Red Sox thing up. Uh, you know, it, listen, we'll we'll uh, we'll see how this series goes. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, I just want to watch some good baseball, honestly. So, you know, yeah, um, it, it'll it'll wanna, be interesting. I wanna, yeah, I just want to get there right now. Like, I yeah, I want to I want to <laughs> get to the wild card, and because that's that game's a crapshoot. It really is. Like, it's it really it's, is. It's not even about who's better or what team is better or anything like that. In that, in that one game, bro, it's just one game. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you better hope your pitcher got it. You better they they can easily go with a bullpen game if they wanted to, which really has been tripping up the Yankees. That's what worries me this year. Um, yep. and that can happen. And you just have to roll with the punches in that game and hope that I, look. Yeah, last year, I if it wasn't for Didi, bro. And that inning, I don't know how the Yankees would have come back because the Yankees were down three zip with one out recorded and your ace leaving the mound against the Twins. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. We're about to lose this series. (laughs) 
And literally in the next inning, Didi hits that homer, which is the loudest that I've heard the new Yankee Stadium. The loudest that it's been. And it's, you know, away from there. Like that Yankees, the Yankees were unbeatable at home last they, year. They, they literally were. They didn't lose last year in the playoffs at all at home. Unbelievable yeah. how the crowd was. So yeah. that's I think that home field advantage is important in that game. You'd rather be home than away, right? But absolutely, you don't want to. You don't want to be in Oakland with that 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 annoying ass drum. Drum, oh, I know. <laughs> oh, drum. I, know. I know. I know. I hate it. I hate watching those games too. But oh. you know, especially especially making that trip over there, it, it, it it's just oh, it's it's the, it's it's the worst. It's the worst. You really I don't, don't know, want. I, Oakland probably might want to prefer playing in New York because. Winner, they, if they if they lose, they gotta go home, right? But if they win, they just gotta go right up to Fenway. Fenway's right there. But they the thing is, back, you know, it's like, they they hit a they hit. I think they have the most home runs out of any team on the road. And on then the road? they're gonna yeah, and then they're gonna go to Yankee Stadium and do that. They really want they they really don't care where they play, honestly. And yeah, I, think, I don't think, I think they do care. I don't think I don't think they care, and you know what? Honestly, I don't even think the Yankees care either. You know what I mean? Um, I think the but, Yankees care. I think they definitely care. I think they have a good enough team to not care. I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously you do want to play at home, but at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I I don't know. I don't know. It's just gonna be really interesting to watch. Um, you know, <laughs> hopefully you guys can stay out of that damn uh, Ricky Henderson field, man. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. I, I just want to come home, win that game. And then go to Fenway, and then whatever happens, happens. That's all I gotta say. That's <laughs> whatever happens, happens. Rock out. So, um, so I just I want to ask you some base, some general baseball questions. Um, yeah. Who is your MVP for both leagues? Uh, for the NL, it's gonna be Javi Baez. Mm, um, interesting. Okay. Love Javi Baez. Love the intensity that he plays with. I feel like he's emerged as like a leader on that team. I, yeah. He's he's been money clutch defensively. He's a wizard. He plays all over the place for them. Love Javi Baez. Love El love Mago. him. Yes, Mago. yes, love that guy. I mean, another guy that you could kind of consider in the NL would be, um, I mean, Christian Yelich is another guy, right? I would have said Gold, Goldschmidt, but they kind of fell off. They tailed off late, man. Like Hard. I, I don't know what happened. To that they really team. did. Real hardly, they were right there, and they tail they tailed off really late. And um, but I think for me, it it was between those two guys. Yelich hit for another cycle today. Yes, like that guy yep. has been unbelievable. He puts the bat on the. You want to talk about putting the bat on the ball? He puts the bat on the ball. <laughs> he really like, does. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And so that's on. That's who I think in the NL is Javi Baez. Um, in the AL, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna go with, with JD Martinez. Yeah, you could okay. throw some. You could throw somebody like a Chris Davis in there. Um, Mookie Betts probably is definitely gonna be in there. Um, Mike Mike Trout Mike Trout's gotta be in. Trout, he's always he's always gonna be yeah. in there. Even though I I don't know I don't I don't, I don't want to give it to, to him. He's already getting a lifetime contract, man. Don't give him the MVP this season. Bro. <laughs> like yeah, it's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> I know. It's, um, so, I mean, that's who I think would pro- could possibly get the MVP, you know, uh, uh, in the AL and NL. My my thing about the AL the AL MVP, you know, the only the only way I can see JD Martinez 
winning the MVP is if he wins the Triple Crown. If he wins the Global Triple Crown, he is my MVP. I mean, he would be he would be as valuable to any other team than he would be on the Red Sox. It, it, it's just such an incredible feat. And I know that it uses barbaric stats. Average RBIs, home runs. Fine. They use old stats. But you know what? Like, he doesn't get to pick that. And there's a reason why people don't go out and just win a Triple Crown, like, you know, every single year. You know what I mean? However, Ooh. however, I don't think if, – if he doesn't win the, the, the Triple Crown, I don't think I can give it to him solely for the fact that my MVP, my prototypical MVP, has to be playing on both sides of the field at a consistent rate. I know J.D. Martinez has his has his, you know, he has his days in the outfield, you know, when Jackie Bradley Jr. or someone wants to take a break. Mookie's out there every single season or I mean, he's out there every single game. He makes incredible grabs. You know what I mean? He, he has a bunch of assists. But but you know what? Like, I, you're not wrong in saying it's cheap. You know what I mean? You're really not. And I don't think I'm wrong in saying it's Mookie either. Honestly, I, 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 look, I get I get it. I get it. Mookie Betts, and look at me, I argue for a rest off, right? But <laughs> I just think there's there's an, there's an innate ability to be able to drive in runs. Yeah. And what he has done this year, he has transformed your lineup. And you see how he is when he's out of the lineup, that team is not the same. Right. Mookie Betts was sidelined for a little bit. You know, you, you guys basically didn't skip a beat. Um, I'm not saying that he could be replaced. In the, I mean, I know what he does in the outfield. Look, right field in Fenway Park is probably the toughest right field to play in all of baseball, right? right. So yeah, yeah. You cannot disparage that. But, bro, I'm, I'm going to give it to the guy that let everybody, you know, kind of calm down and be who they are. Like, yeah. My, my, when I look at MVP, and, of course, you look at, you know, you say barbaric stats. I look at it like this. If I go in and I take that guy out of the lineup, what happens to that lineup? Red and Sox that's why a wild, wild card team, right? That's why I thought last year it was Judge, not Altuve, because Altuve is still surrounded by all sorts of. He has Correa. He has, like he's got he's got a great lineup to be in. Judge does too, right? But. We see now we're seeing what happened when Judge got taken out of the lineup. Last yeah. year, Judge struggled in the second half. That team mm-hmm. was horrible. Yeah. It's not a secret that in September last year he picked it up and then the team did better. So yeah. to me, that's the MVP. That's the most valuable player. Because if I take him out of if JD, God forbid, because I don't I, you know, I don't ever wish injuries even on on, on opposing players. Right, but let's if JD gets hurt, it's 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 over for the Red Sox. Like I, I don't where are they getting? I don't. There's nobody to replace that guy. That guy, what he does is special. Well, Mookie does it special too, but I just think that he allows Mookie to be who he is from the he is. spot. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about oh, let me hit home runs now. I have to I have to drive in runs because nobody else is gonna do it. Try to do it last year, not the same this year. And granted, he probably got better from last year to this year. JD Martinez is my MVP. That's I, I, you know what? Like you, you're, you're start, you're kind of starting to change my mind a little bit. <laughs> but you know, I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind giving it to him. 
know what I mean? Sure. But you know what? At the end of the day, you know, you know baseball, you know baseball writers, you know it's probably going to happen. Uh, Jose yeah. Ramirez is probably going to be your MVP because they're going to they're gonna take away both. They're going to split both. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just thought about that. <laughs> Jose Ramirez is not. I can't believe I forgot about Jose Ramirez. Yeah. Well, you but know what the thing Bregman, is, is that he's he's not. Yeah, yeah. Bregman is incredible Bregman's too. Another guy. Um, Bregman's yeah. Another guy. He is he is a guy I'm gonna I'm gonna fear for a very long time because he is incredibly young. And he is, you know, hungry for hungry for games. He is surrounded by an amazing lineup too. And mm-hmm. you know what? Like, there's going to be this. This conversation is going to be very hard to have for the coming years, honestly. Um, as far as NL for me, I think it's Yelich. It, it was Carpenter, but Carpenter mm-hmm. has slowed down. Um, yes. You know, and I mean, listen, Christian Yelich is out there doing things, doing amazing things on both sides of the plate. And you know, like you said, he hit for another cycle today. Um, you know, you could throw I mean, Tra- Trevor Story in there too. It could be another Trevor guy. St- yeah, yeah, you could. Trevor I mean, Story's you know, there, listen, there's always the uh, the the Coors Field effect. So I think, <laughs> listen, I, I I don't know. I you could you could have an entire podcast episode just on the Coors Field <laughs> effect with everybody. But you know what? Like the thing is, is that like he's out there, he's doing what he's supposed to do, and other teams go in there yeah. and play in Coors Field as well, and they don't do what, what Arenado and, and Story have been doing. So, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. Um, Cy Young, who you got? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with Snell. Honestly, I, yeah. I had to go with Snell. He's, he's been in the AL. He's been unbelievable. Um, I I mean Chris Hill was great. Uh, he's been great the entire season. The only thing with him is he, you know, the starts and him hurting. He doesn't. He doesn't have the innings. Yeah, he doesn't have the innings to get it. And yeah, um, I guess you know, Pools is up there really with. Well. I mean, he's been for that Rays team. He's been their rock, bro. Like he's been Bauer, great. Bauer was there, but he's but he, he's he missed time too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this kid has been has been spectacular when it comes, really you know, when it comes to pitching. Yeah. Uh he he doesn't like Sale doesn't have him on ERA by that much. He's at like 2.03. Um I guess you could throw Verlander maybe. Like, now, basically my 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 AL uh Cy Young is going to be uh, Blake Snell, man. No, he yeah. won 19 games, 19 and 5. He's got a, a sub one whip. The guy's two point oh three ERA. He's he's been great. He's been great. Yeah. He can he can go for twenty wins this year, bro. And I know in this on age, oh, what the on the race? Yeah, yeah, on the race. Nobody's watching him. No, Nobody's watching. Him. So yeah. I think he's. He, I think he was snubbed for the AL All Star, where they had to bring him in after you know as a reserve. That was crap. I, I thought. You know, I think it's going to definitely be Blake Snell, and then the I, NL it has to be Degrom. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Degrom. That's that's my guy. There's no argument. Just Degrom. I I agree. I <laughs> think it's Snell and Degrom as well. You, you know, Chris Sale just with with this last start against the Mets, he just qualified for the ERA title once again. Before that, he would, you know, before he had his whole, um, you know, uh, he was on the DL for a bunch of time, uh, you know, for 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 a lot of time, um, and he wasn't qualifying for an ERA title. I can't give the Cy Young to a guy that doesn't or barely qualifies for an ERA title. You know what I mean? And right. you know, for as good as Chris Sale has been, 
Blake Snell has the bigger, he has the bigger sample size and he's putting up almost basically the same numbers that Chris Sale is putting up. And I mean, you know, like you said, in the AL East also, right. And that is, that is huge. When your team is not, when your team is not a juggernaut in the AL East, when you're not on the Red Sox or on the Yankees, you're facing both teams. Yes. And you're, and then you're putting up these numbers. You got to give it to the kid. Yep. I, honestly, you, I, I have no problem with giving him the Cy Young. I think, um, you know, Chris Sale gets to go have a shot at going to a World Series. And I think that's big for him, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, it's it would be big for anybody. But you know what? Like, let's now get his Cy Young. It's fantastic for the kid. He's going to have a really, really great and bright future. Um, my, NL, my NL Cy Young is DeGrom as well. Uh, who's up there with him? You got Nola. You got uh, Nola's Scherzer. Too. Nola's very no, good. Too. Nola's very good. Yes. Um, Degrom is just doing things. I feel so bad for Degrom, man. I, I I really do because he is just playing for an organization that just doesn't give a shit about him. You know, and and I'm not even talking about like you know uh, like uh, you know scoring runs for him or anything like that like you know like the Wilpons are just the worst bro mm-hmm. they really are you know what I mean and and you know as far as like what he's doing on the field he's just he's just incredible he's he he finesses his pitches he reached 99 miles an hour in one start this year um you know not saying that that's all that's the only time that velocity plays but I mean you know he just he does it all he goes out there the the offense just sucks for him every single time and you know what I don't care that he has a negative record. I don't care because you know what? Like wins don't. If if we if you want to talk about wins, then Cy Young is the best pitcher ever. That is a preposterous statement. Mm-hmm. It's a preposterous statement. You know what I mean? So you know, it was like that one year. You remember with Samarja when he was on the Cubs, and yeah. and 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 he just you know the team just sucked, but he was in the conversation for Cy Young that year too. You know what I mean? Like I really don't think that it's the end of the world uh, to give the Cy Young award to to Degrom. Honestly, um, he deserves it. And you know, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, Lucas Giolito is probably the worst starting pitcher in baseball <laughs> with a five point seven seven ERA, and he's ten and eleven. He has ten wins, and it's not the Grom's fault. All right, no. So, for some, reason, for some reason, the NL still wants to hit, right? So yeah. maybe if he were to hit four home runs a game, maybe he'll win, right? But what are you, you going to blame him for not hitting four home runs as a pitcher? Like, I don't understand. That doesn't even make any sense. Like, why Why are you blaming the ground for something that's a team record thing? Yeah. And look, a record is good in the sense of you can find a way to win games, right? There's some people that know how to win games. There's an art to doing that, too. So I'm not going to yes. devalue a win, right? Or somebody giving you a quality start. I think that that's important, right? Mm-hmm. But when you got a 1.78 ERA, bruh, you doing your best, okay? Like, yeah, yeah. You, you, you really you, are. Like you literally, what do you want him to do? Like, what else do you you want him to give up? Like under one run? Like, what do you want? I don't. Right. I don't. It makes no sense. Some people were saying. I think I seen on. Uh, on ESPN, which that that network, that network is not, you know, whatever, man. But they, 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 Michael Wilbon is saying if they give him, it. if they give him the uh, the Cy Young, everybody that voted for it should get fired. Oh, he has a it's negative. Ridiculous. Re- what are you talking about? It's ridiculous. What do you What do you want him to do, bro? Like, 
I was uh I was talk I was talking with Bob Nightingale uh I don't know probably a few a few weeks ago and he was saying how I I it was really weird like I asked him the importance of FIP when you're when you're evaluating someone's Cy Young case and he said mm-hmm. you know what the writers look at almost every single number out there okay which means to me that you know they may look at wins but if DeGrom has everyone else in every single other every single other category out there he's got to win it you know what i mean he's got to win it so you know I, I, you know he he if he lives it in fip he lives in xfip he lives it in whip he lives it in era you know uh uh strikeouts per nine you know uh walk, walk to walk to strikeout ratio or whatever he's got to win it you know what i mean um uh, so, uh, that's what i'm saying are you not going to give it to him because he's a Met? That's basically what you're doing. If you don't give him, you're, you're going to say, I'm not going to give you the Cy Young because you're a Met. And that team sucks. And, you know, they have nothing better to do than to go into Fenway Park and say, Yankees suck. Like, that's all they, they can be able to do. And now they're looking toward, uh, you know, David Wright, which, you know, I'm happy for David Wright, but they're looking yeah. at that as being their biggest part of their freaking season. I'm sorry. I'm happy for David Wright, but that's that's sad, bro. That's like it sucks. It, it um, really does. He was on. He was on. He was on track to be a Hall of Famer, man. Yeah. So I mean, he now really, now he, you know? you know, you got that spinal stenosis, bro. That's over. Yep. You can't do anything with mm-hmm. that. You need your back for baseball. Yeah. And yeah, you you can't. <sighs> I, I'm I'm gonna lose if he. I'm gonna get upset if he doesn't win the uh, the Cy Young. I'm gonna get really yeah. upset. No, me, me too. Because you know what? Like these other guys, like I said, they don't, they don't deserve it. Like, like, uh, like Degrom does. Um, yeah. moving forward, who do you think will win the World Series? Um, if you say the Red Sox, uh, uh, listen, man, that's that's totally fine with me. Man. Not saying the Red but, Sox. <laughs> well, I'm telling you right now. I think, this is what I think. I think the Yankees will win the World Series. Okay. And I'll tell okay. you why. And you're not. I mean, you're not going to expect me to pick against my team, but um, I'll tell you right now, if the Yankees get into October, and again, it's not about – the records don't count when you get into October. That an 11-and-a-half game lead doesn't get you one win in October. That, you know, anything – there's nothing. You're not – Everyone's zero and zero at the beginning of the playoffs. Correct. Nobody can rest on any laurels or (laughs) Yannis. Like some people like to hear when they get into the postseason, but the Yankees got in there, and if they have that confidence that they kind of that they did last year, yep. and they can go into Fenway Park with people that historically in their career have hit well and played well there, I think that 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 would be the, that's the series to me right there, right. Yeah. You come out of that say, of course, you got to face either the Indians or – and they're a sleeper. The Indians are a freaking sleeper. Yeah, don't, yeah they are. Don't sleep on them. They've been kind of coasting all year. Nobody's pushed them. But people have kind of like, you know, pushed them aside, like, ah, oh, whatever. The Astros are there too. They're still a powerhouse. My thing is if both teams are running, you know, at their best, you know, whether it's the Yankees and the Red Sox, that red I don't know who you I don't know who you, you name some names for the Red Sox bullpen. I don't know who you trust in there to come out and get you like either a big strikeout other than Kimbrel, 
right? Very, like, very, I, I don't even know if I do trust Kimbo, honestly. Right, <laughs> that that like, is how selective it is. Yeah, I see Carabas update his list all the time. Oh, pictures yeah. I trust. I'm like, where's your list, bro? Like, <laughs> but if, like I said, Yankees got it going. And of course, you know, they strike out, but not only hitting the long ball, if they could be able to put the bat on the ball, the walks in the postseason, in the regular season, they almost don't matter. A walk is a rally. You get in, you're immediately putting a pitcher on the ropes. It's different. Intensity is different. It's ratcheted up. You know, it's been a while since somebody pushed the Red Sox. I'm not saying that they're going to choke or anything, hopefully. But, Uh you know, it's been a while since somebody's actually sit there and, like, push them to the point that it's like, oh, wow, okay. And let's be serious. Let's be let's be frank here. The Red Sox have won one postseason game in the past four years. Like one, yeah. yep. you know that's uh, you know we're not. I'm not hating here or whatever, but they've won one and they've got eliminated. I mean, they won the World Series um, in 2013. 13. Yep. Yep. And since I think since 2010, they've won it. They've got eliminated in the ALDS every single time that they made it to the playoffs. So yeah. I'm not saying that they will. I'm hoping that they will if they're facing the Yankees, right? <laughs> if, even yeah. if they're not facing the Yankees, I hope that they will. Yeah. But, that I mean, that's true. That's something, a hurdle you got to get over too, you know? So I, I that's what I think. I mean, what, what do you think about the ALDS I, and the World Series and all of that? The, the, Red, the Red Sox have something to prove. Yes, they do. You're absolutely right. Other than other than 13, it's been it's been. I mean, you could say, I guess it's not so much of a nightmare if you're making it to the playoffs, but then you're not doing anything in the playoffs. Um, It's really it's really frustrating to see. Um, I I think I think that they will finally um, they'll they'll finally get out of the DS whether they do face Oakland or they do face New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're they are that good of a team. You got to give me that. Yeah. Um, but you know, as far as as far as winning the World Series, I think it's I think it's the Astros for me. Y- you got you got Verlander, you have Garrett Cole, you have a guy in Keuchel who can really uh, you know he listen he can go out there and 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 pitch a good game. You got guys like Altuve. He's 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 having not so good of a season by his standards. Um, and then you have you have Bregman who is in the MVP talk. Um, you have Springer who is a postseason you know animal. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been there. They've done that. I really think you know what for me like I really I'm really afraid of the Astros. That being said, I really wouldn't be surprised if the Indians made it there as well. The yeah. Indians. Listen, they have they have Kluber and Carrasco who, who have had tremendous seasons. They have Donaldson who's just starting to have a like a normal performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like from whatever he's been doing all season up until now, he's really putting it on. Edwin Encarnacion is you know he's he can he can hit a home run you know anytime he steps up to the plate. You have Lindor, you have Ramirez. Bauer's coming back. Bauer's coming back. You have Brad Hand, you have Cody, uh, uh, Cody Allen. Um, you know their bullpen is really good as well. Um, I think you know I, I wouldn't be surprised if they made it either. You know what I mean? And both of those home those home field environments are really scary to play in as well. Um, the, one, the reason I I mean it depends on the matchup, right, and who they're facing. Yeah. Um, I think if if the Indians are facing the Red Sox. 
I think that might be – I mean, well, I think if the Red Sox are facing Houston, that's an issue. I yeah. think, you know, because just their starting pitching is not a joke, and they're hitting – they can hit in average-wise, they can hit with the Red Sox, right? They, they put the yeah. bat on the ball, too. You know, yeah. they, they have a lot of interchangeable parts there. Um, that – Home home field over there is loud, you know. They close the dome on purpose, and yeah. they make it super loud. Um, only thing about the Indians is that Andrew Miller, right? And I know that they traded they traded for Simber. I know that they traded for Brad Hand to shore up that pen. There's nothing like when Andrew Miller was Andrew Miller, and I think that that postseason one where they went to the World Series and they, they overworked him, I think that that killed him. You know, I, yeah, I, you know, so too. Yeah. I think his arm hasn't been the same. He's gotten hurt, you know, different things, ailments throughout his body. Hasn't been the same kind of pitcher. And I love Andrew Miller because I know what he's done, for, what he did for the Yankees. He's a selfless guy. He'll pitch whatever the hell you tell him, even if he, his arm feels like it's about to fall off. But same I feel like, yep. yeah, so I feel like at that point in time, it's, you know, if he's not in, if he's in there and he's Andrew Miller, forget it. I mean, those guys, that bullpen is as good as anybody's bullpen, and they can shut yeah. anybody down. Yeah, um, right. But I do they have something to prove? I think they have something to prove because they got eliminated last year after going up 2-0 in the Yankees, <laughs> you know, and then they lost yeah. that series. When they were supposed to, after they won like 20-something straight games and they lost that, like that was bad. I think they peaked at the wrong time. Honestly, they, they really didn't. They really, you know, obviously the winning streak was great, but I, I think, I think uh, they really, they really peaked at the wrong time. Honestly, they, they I I don't know. I mean, like, like they could control it anyway, but you know, um, there's, there's uh, two teams, there's two teams in the, in the AL that didn't face much adversity. Not that I'm saying that they didn't face any, they didn't face much adversity. That's the Red Sox because, you know, they were really good throughout the season, really good at beating up bad teams. So mm-hmm. they didn't really face – and they had some incredible come-from-behind wins too, yes. um, almost every freaking night. But uh, they had that, right? So after the Yan- they swept the Yankees from that time, to be honest, they've coasted. You know, they even had a time where they had a little low, you know, and people were getting worried, whatever. I wasn't worried. I wasn't going to start thinking about the division unless they got down to four games. Yeah, you know? uh, that that's granted. Yeah, right. So then, yeah, Red Sox have been kind of coasting, right? You know, just worrying about getting healthy. To be honest, they they, they gave Cristel even more time. I think they probably, mm-hmm. you know, they pushed them out even further. They were able to do some things that they did because they have a big lead. The Indians haven't been pushed either. That whole division is under five hundred. They're the only ones that are over five hundred, and they haven't been pushed like that, right? where you're thinking about that intensity that, you know, where every pitch kind of means something, like you're there, you're fighting for your life. The, the A's have been fighting. The Yankees have been fighting themselves yes. all season. You know, they've been fighting the freaking weather themselves, the travel, <laughs> like, the, the, the injuries. The, it's been ridiculous this season. Yeah. The Astros have been fighting, have been fighting with the A's because the A's are right on their ass, right? And yeah, then they, so yeah. they can't ease up. And then not only that, but they had a whole bunch of injuries, right? They had, yeah. you know, Altuve was out for a while. They had um, Correa out for a while, so they mm-hmm. had big parts of their lineup that were out for 
extended periods of time, right? And then they they were still, you know, they kind of held the fort. Those those kind of things. If you come out on the other side of those things, sometimes they they build a character for the postseason. At the end of the day, best teams make it. Hottest team wins. Point blank. That's it. So yeah. let's see who You're gets right. hot. Come October. Yeah. Well, October first, October second is that wild card game. Let's see who get. <laughs> let's see who gets hot right there, man. So yeah. No, yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I think uh, I, I think I think we can both agree that the the winner of the World Series is really going to come out of the AL. There's really no one in the NL that I really uh, I, I'm I'm afraid of. I guess you could say the Cubs are are good. Um, the Dodgers, if they even don't make it, don't be surprised at the Dodgers. They just took first place. Well, they got they got to wait. Are they in first place right now? I've seen them in yeah, they're in first place right now. First place, they're a half game up on Colorado. <laughs> that um, imagine, imagine being in that division race right now. That is just in, in, insane. Yeah, I mean they have those two guys there. Arizona's five games out. Whatever, I'm not worried about that. But yeah, yeah. Chicago, Atlanta. I'm not worried about them. They're too young. They're year. Yeah, right. What is one thing that you would change about current day baseball that would improve the game? Uh, what What is one thing that you would change? Uh. Find a way for the pitchers to pitch the freaking ball fast. Like, I I cannot. There's one thing that, and I love baseball, right? There's one thing that I despise the most, and it's a pitcher that takes forever to pitch. So, I get the ball, throw it. That's it. Just get the ball, throw it. Like, those, yeah. those games, they keep you engaged. You're taking a look. Another thing, I guess you could look at, I don't want to outlaw shifts, right? But they basically almost take the left-handed hitter out of the game, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right, right-handed hitters aren't really as affected as much by shifts because you can't shift too deep into shortstop or else you won't be able to make the throw. But, I mean, people like Bryce Harper, man, that guy's a 300 hitter, bro. Yeah, He's yeah, he really is. He's a 300 hitter, and it's, uh, maybe keep everybody's feet on the, on the, on the, on the dirt. You can do that. Um, you just—I don't know. I, mean, I feel like baseball has to get back to people putting the ball in play, or yeah. you know, just hitting the ball and things like that, rather than you know trying to go for home runs all the time, which is fine. But you know, I just think too much of that is not good either. Because walks right now, baseball is walks, strikeouts, homers, right? Yeah, and. That's not exciting. You know, everybody's waiting around for a long ball. That's not, the most exciting games are when the ball's being put in play, there's doubles and singles. And, you know, like I said, the most productive thing is a home run, but the most exciting thing is a double, is a single, is, you know, a hit and runners in scoring position, is moving the runners along, action, movement, right? So yeah, yeah. the game, I feel like it needs that. Um, if not, then, you know, it's just going to be – you know, a whole bunch of people are not even paying attention to the to the game anymore. And yeah, I love the pace of baseball because I feel like you can do things like have a conversation with somebody. You know, in basketball, I don't think you can do that. You could talk to people. You have to look at the game. In football, yeah. you can miss a play in any second. In baseball, you're looking at the play, you're watching it, you're talking, you're conversing with people. You could be able to. You could score a book. You try to score a basketball game? No, no uh, forget it. Forget about it. You're not yeah. even. Yeah. You're not going to enjoy the game. So you yeah. can be able to do different things with the game like that, and people will enjoy it, man. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Uh, what do you think? 
you know, like for me, for me, a, a, a big part of it is uh, marketing the players. You know, everyone, everyone wants to make baseball great. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and I think for me, this is more of an MLB thing than it is a baseball thing. Yep. You know, you have to be a very mature person in order to comprehend baseball and all and everything that goes with it. It is not a it is not a game that you 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 need to constantly uh, rely on, you know, people hurling their bodies at each other like you do a football. You know what I mean? Like for me, like watching a no hitter is is in it's it's very exciting to me. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's just it's it's great. So for me, it's like, you know, you need to put yourself out there. Um, you know, NBA, and you know, you got to go with the times. NBA lets you know uh, gifts of all their, you know, all their their uh, their their content on the on the internet. They allow all that, you know what I mean. And MLB is very strict with that. Um, yeah. And I think that they really need to they really need to work on their on their marketing strategies. Honestly, I mean, you know, you mm-hmm. could say that that Mike Trout, uh, you know, he's he's in LA or Anaheim or whatever. He's in California. And not a lot of people may know him outsiders of baseball. And I think that I think that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about a guy who's what he's 28 years old, 27. I think he's 27. I think the guy the guy is 27 years old, has a higher war than half of the Hall of Fame already. And we're not we're like people aren't talking about him. I I don't I don't understand that. So to me, like that's that's a huge issue. Um, So, you know, hopefully. They should, yeah. let play, they should let players, and you know, just kind of piggyback, piggybacking on your point. They should allow people to express themselves more, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. They don't allow you to wear certain color sleeves. Like, there's people that they want to wear a sleeve with their with their with their flag from their country. They don't allow you to do that. They don't, you know, they gave Cespeda shit for wearing a neon green uh, arm yeah. sleeve. You can't wear certain color cleats. You can't. Like, Players Weekend, people may say, oh, what the hell, Players Weekend? Like, who cares? A stupid nickname in the back. But it's about players being able to express themselves and being themselves out there, right? So, yeah, right, right. Who, hey, bro, like, a color, are you you got a bat? It's a colored bat. It's got a design on it. That's cool. Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Like, if, I'm a, if I'm a little kid, I'm looking at it like, oh, shit, look at Aaron Judge's bat. Like, I want that. Like, mommy, yeah, exactly. That like, buy me that bat. And I want that yeah. same design. <laughs> Why not? Like you could do the same thing. You could they could have personalized gloves where they look a certain way. Who's that hurting? As long as you have the same kind of uniform, right? Everybody has a uniform, but let them personalize their cleats. Let them wear whatever the hell they want on their on their cleats. Whatever batting gloves they want, whatever thing. Like those are other marketing things, right? Be like, oh yeah. man, you know, if they wear their own kind of cleats, now you're looking into NBA kind of shoe money, right? Because you have in the NBA, you're like, oh, LeBron got these sneakers, oh, man. Those 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 sneakers look, you know, they look fire. They look good. You know what I mean? I yeah, want those yeah, sneakers. Yeah. I want to play with those. They get the LeBrons. They buy the LeBrons. They play with them, or they just wear them to just style them, or Jordans, or whatever it is. But they're basketball sneakers. But because they have different styles, you're now allowed to. But if you do something like that with baseball cleats, and then you kind of turn it around and make it into like a sneaker version, of like, course you can. Yeah, bro, they did that with the Griffies. From yeah, back exactly. in the day, the Griffies was hot as hell. Like, yeah, like, it, it's like that. I think they need to do that. Allow people to personalize their cleats more, bro. Like, no, yeah, those no, are I, things, bro. You're right. I, You're right about that. I I absolutely agree, Joey. This was a lot of fun for me, man. 
you know, <laughs> I, I've been I've been a huge fan of you, uh, you know, on 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 Twitter, uh, you know, and and I'm I'm finally glad that we can get together and talk some baseball. Um, I didn't think it was gonna go this long, but you know what? I, I this is this is this is so much fun, man. Hopefully, I can get you on again. Um, yeah. that would be that would be fantastic. Um, you know, and I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity. Uh, you know, to to do this with me today. Um, you can check him out at uh, Joe's McFly on Twitter. Um, that's J O E Z McFly. Uh, you as always, you can check us out at BostonSportsExtra.com. Um, we are on Spotify, iTunes, uh, TuneIn, Google Music, anywhere that they have a podcast. Just search us up. You could ask Siri. You could ask Alexa. We're on there as well. So um, thank you all for listening. Uh, and as always, we will catch you next time on the Boston, uh, the Boston Sports Extra podcast. Peace, everybody.